Welcome to Handcrafting Your Retirement with Brett Ramsey from Artisan Wealth Strategies. In this podcast, we help retirees as well as those who are considering retirement overcome generic wealth management advice that limits your future. We do this by handcrafting customized financial strategies centered on your unique lifestyle. Jump on board for this journey where we delve into strategies that can help make your money outlast you as Brett draws from years of experience with guest experts to eliminate cookie cutter saving strategies. Welcome to Handcrafting Your Retirement with your host, Brett Ramsey, where we talk about what you want in retirement and how to make it happen. I'm Wendy McConnell. Well, we are recording this on the actual day of National Giving Day, Brett. How fabulous is that? Uh, It's very serendipitous. We're going to use our vocabulary today to its fullest. Ooh, and why would you say it's serendipitous? Well, because today's guest with us is is Ron, and Ron is one of my uh, favorite clients for many reasons, because he's a great man, even though he likes the Eagles. I'll let that slide for now. Um, but uh, the key to this is that, you know, Ron is a relationship that I've had uh, for a very long time, and he's had a lot of different roles. He and I did a lot of, of classes and, and things like that for adult education. In fact, Ron had a training class for us as people who were teaching adult education that stuck with me for a very long time. So I just respect him. And, and, and as I started working with him as a client and understanding his unique personal values and his circumstances, and then starting to look at how to help him, you know, there was, uh, he was one of the clients that helped me launch uh, a particular facet of our practice uh, uh, last year, where we're really starting to take with the new tax rules that are out there. It's very hard for people that even if they're very generous, that do give, that have charitable um, concerns that they want to consistently give to, it's been hard for them to itemize their deductions. And so they weren't getting tax breaks the way that they used to for giving. And we're actually seeing because of that certain charitable giving decline because the rules are kind of not in people's favor the way they were. So um, we really took a, a deep look at that as a practice and try to say, okay, how can we help our clients that clearly have these aspirations that are a part of their financial planning process? How do we help them? And in there, we were starting to say a lot of people were looking at charitable remainder trust, some things that required a little bit more legal work to them. But there's really a fairly straightforward and simple thing that we can do, uh, simply called what's called a donor advised fund. And that's really what I brought Ron on here today to talk about is his experiences with that. But I really you know, uh, wanted to hear his story uh, and have our, our listeners hear his story about why it's so important for him just to be generous, to have the ability to give. And and then we can talk about some more of the mechanics. So with that, I'd really just like Ron to just kind of tell, you know, for him, why is it important for you to give, Ron? Like what, what, what drives you to do that? Uh, thanks, Brett. It's good to be with you uh, and talk about this on National Giving Day. How cool is that? Uh, really, it comes out of gratitude. Uh, we give because we're grateful. Um, we, there are organizations that um, we care about and people that they're impacted by. And so um, to be able to uh, pay it forward and uh, to to share uh, resources that have been given, entrusted to us, uh, it's a real privilege. 
Well, that's awesome. And uh, one of the things that I find is most people that have a generous uh, and grateful heart um, have a positive outlook on life. And I like to work with people that have positive outlooks on life. And so I think from that, you know, Ron is uh, someone that I really respect because of that, because he usually has a smile on his face. You guys can't see that because there's a podcast, but there's a smile on his face right now talking about that. And so uh, one of the things just to kind of work through some of the mechanics is that we were you know, I, I break money down into three categories. In fact, I, I've drawn this diagram. You can see Ron probably nodding his head right now is that I draw this little diagram on the whiteboard in almost every meeting that I have where we put money into three categories and we talk three about buckets. money. Three buckets. Yep. And then we have three, three lines of three buckets, but the middle bucket is called the where bucket. And we talk about money can only be in one of three places. It can either be taxable money, can be tax deferred money or tax free money. And this is not a trick question, right? Which one do we want? We want tax-free money if we can get it. I was um, right. You were right, Wendy, that we want that tax-free money. Well, Everybody's free on is the good. Free is good. And it's not a bad thing. And so as we start talking about our resources, though, oftentimes we have clients, and this was Ron's situation, where they've saved and they have some taxable accounts. So there's gains and taxable uh, money there. and But we had this desire to give. And when these tax rules... Um, what, what we're dealing with is a situation where we could take a, an asset that had a gain on it. So instead of paying taxes on it, we were able to move it and put it into his donor advised fund and, uh, then use that donor advised fund to make the actual charitable contributions. And what we doing also is because of the new rules around, um, the, uh, tax deduction. Um, we're doing it every other year or every three years, depending on what his giving rate was, because that way he can actually take a deduction in his tax year, where if he wasn't up to that threshold before in every single year with the new rules, because they increased the uh, the standard limits quite a bit. So that was a planning technique that we used, but really at the core of it was, why did we use it? Well, Ron's scenario might be your scenario. I've got taxable money. I want to try to shelter it, right? But I also want to give. I want to be generous, right? So how do we take advantage of the rules? And so I use this expression a lot. Ron probably heard me say it probably about 100 times is, you know, uh, give unto Caesars that which is Caesars, but Caesar makes the rules. So let's understand his rules and let's use those well to our advantage. So that's really what we were doing in Ron's scenario. So what I'd like to kind of shift into a little bit now is actually kind of that experience of doing something. So I know when I first brought this idea to you, Ron, that it was new to you. So maybe just give your experience and learning about it and, and kind of, uh, you know, what that meant to you. Yeah, I know nothing about taxes and finance. So this is why I have an accountants and people like Brett to help me guide it. Uh, probably the biggest thing that uh, was attractive to me about this was actually an avenue that we could be strategic in our giving. I think uh, that's something that Sharon and I had talked about, you know, in our later years um, was to be more strategic and give according to our values. So, uh, so really the tax thing was really secondary, but you set up a, uh, uh, you had this approach to take that we could um, use this uh, as a way for us to be strategic. And uh, it's been really a great process so far. We've only been doing it for a few months and already I see the benefits of it. Well, talk to me a little about just the setup, right? Like, so I know sometimes with my clients, they think things are complicated and therefore 
you know, that's a barrier, right? People are afraid of new things and this is, was new to you. So just what was your experience in kind of getting it set up and getting going? Did you just maybe walk us through that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it, it really wasn't that difficult to set up. We knew that the, the uh, charities that we uh, wanted to work with and, and they, they have a drop down menu and they, many uh, charities, they have, I think it's an EI number, some number that qualifies them as a charity. And so we find that and, and then you're, and if your charity's not on there, you can also uh, ask them to add that as a charitable, as a charity. So it really wasn't difficult. And, uh, and then once we got the process set up, you can, you can set up so it can be recurring monthly or every three months, or you can do a one-time gift. So it was, it's very simple. I mean, I can, I've got, I've downloaded the, um, the web page, even to my phone. So I can just do it right off my phone. Uh, when we're feeling the, uh, the, the desire to give a one-time gift or, uh, or make any changes. So it's, it's very simple. Right. And so what, what Ron was describing there is we use a vendor that actually uh, does all the administration for us. And they have created this web-based tool that we get to use on the advisor side and still, you know, manage the money part of it, right. And make sure that the money's there and invested correctly to be able to provide these streams of, of, of donations, the, the gifts, they're actually called gifts and grants. Mm -hmm. And so what Ron does is request that grant. And so um, that's just, like I said, for some folks that they get concerned that these kinds of things are hard to do. And once again, our job as advisors are to make the powerful tools available, but to make them simple. And so that's kind of how we pick the vendors to use with our clients. Oftentimes is to find the ones that meet your needs, but that are also easy to work with um, and that add value in the right way. So I'm glad to hear that your experience on what I call your side of the tool was as, as easy as ours was. Um, so, you know, as you, as you, uh, you use a key word there, like, you know, I, I think that's sometimes you talked about strategic, right. And, and making choices. And so when we're doing financial planning work with our clients, sometimes we have to take these things that are somewhat complicated and make them simpler and easy to understand. And, um, I like the fact that the reason why I wanted you to do it, it's not the reason why you did it. Um, and so just kind of maybe just expand upon that a little bit about like what your conversations were when you say strategic, like, uh, just help us understand like that inner conversation with you and your wife, Sharon, about, about what that meant to you. Well, I think, I mean, strategic is about making choices, right. Making the best choice. And, you know, you could, there's a lot of great charities out there. And so I think even thinking about uh, whether you're going to use a donor advised fund or you're just going to give out of uh, your desires uh, and whatever tool you use, uh, I, I think to take time to really, in our case, pray um, and and discuss what are those organizations that we, we believe there's going to be a multiplying effect. So, or there's opportunities where we see, you know, um, people that are making a big, big difference in the world. So the conversation really came down to, yeah, what, what are, what are those organizations and people that we really want to invest into? And um, so it's, it's a really good conversation. It's kind of like when the conversation you have, when you do your family budget, uh, <laughs> we were driving back from Philadelphia and I got hyper-focused and had, had the the laptop up while my wife was driving. And I was like, so into like just redoing our budget. And then I got excited about thinking, oh my gosh, now we have the opportunity to give more. And that, that's just, 
exciting for us uh, to know that, um, w- you know, we have that opportunity. And I, it really isn't about how much, it really is about the why behind it and what drives you to give. And and again, going back to where I started, it really just comes out of, of gratitude. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, that's that's a little bit of our, maybe the, the process we go through, but we talk about it and, and, uh, it's, it really is, I, this is going to sound crazy, but it's really fun to give and it, it brings us great joy. Well, and back to, uh, sometimes the podcast might not be the way to see the smile that he's on his face when he actually talked about increasing his capacity to give. Right. And so as an advisor, that's what fires me up. Right. When I see my clients being able to accomplish something that excites them, that gives them joy, that gives them that that juice that it makes it worth it, right? So, you know, that's really exciting for me because now I'm sitting here thinking about, okay, how can I help him magnify it and and, and make it bigger? You know, like how, how, how can we have more impact? And that's actually one of the things that I, I, I'm glad that you brought that up because as I was preparing for this, this episode, as I was thinking if we we're, we have other resources on our website around giving uh, around ch- charitable causes but one of the things that we really try to help people talk about is is that impact of your gift right understanding your why mm-hmm. and so understanding what motivates you to do things and when we can figure that out then we really get to experience what most people don't which is the the true joy of giving Right. Mm-hmm. And so what I've seen so often is that um, people don't really get to know the organizations that they're giving to. So for you and your wife, you know, as you think about that, can you maybe share with our audience a little bit about how you get to know the organizations that you choose to give to? Like what what drives you there? Yeah, and we're really novices in this and the number of organizations, but we the ones that we do, we we do one organization is our local church. <laughs> so I do know that organization pretty well. And, uh, um, so, and, uh, we get to see it again, that multiplying effect. The other one, there's another organization that we know the executive director very well. Uh, we spent time with them. We know what they're about. Um, and, uh, w- you know, it, it means, I know it means something to them that we're partnering with them not just financially, but in prayer and encouragement and spending time with them. And uh, so that will be continue to be a big factor in our approach to um, to who will support is having a relationship. Um, it's really easy to write a check. Well, in this case, I guess it comes out here. It's not, I'm not really writing a check, but somebody is. Um, it's really important that we have that relationship and and that we can, and it's not really about um, so that we can feel better about ourselves. It really is that, um, that they feel supported in multiple ways, not just financially. Yeah, that's awesome. I know that my wife and I, um, through the years have had an opportunity to support some missionaries mm-hmm. and one of the missionary missionaries that we still support, um, has changed their mission over time. And we changed with them because our, our gift was not necessarily to their particular cause, but to them, because we believed in them and we believed in what they were doing. And so now we're excited to, to get the updates and and see the lives that are being changed and the, the, they 
are working on clean drinking water, mostly in, you know, in, in central, central America and to hear them go on their trips. And it's exciting. Like we, we love to hear the life change that's coming. And like you said, it's not necessarily the dollar amount that we're contributing, but it is, you know, uh, being a part of something that's bigger than yourself and, and being, you know, a part of it. And, I know through the years that, you know, um, one of the things that we've done and what, and what you're going to hear from, from artisan wealth strategies here, and I'll put a little shameless plug into what, what's going to be coming next year. Once again, it's not about us, but for those people that are listening out there, we want you to maybe put some comments of what particular organizations that you want supported because next year we're going to be doing a day of caring. So one of the things that we're going to be doing is reaching out to all of our clients and all the people that support us and our centers of influence and trying to get them to join with us. And we're going to pick a day and we're going to pick one project for now. And we're going to go out and we're going to do that together because those have been some of the greatest days. Um, it started for me back when I was first started at GE and uh, I was selected. I don't think that I've felt selected. I think I got felt like I was being punished at the time to uh, head up our um, national day of of caring, which was a part of the United Way at that time. And I was supposed to lead that effort for our group. And I know we picked a, a, a local school that was in need of some repair and we went out and did some projects there and and a lot of it ended up being painting. But at the end of the day, when we had like 40 people out there working and we could see the impact that we made in a single day, it was tangible. And I remember like thinking to myself, like, you know, this, this is, this is worthy. This is a good day, right? Like this was a good day. And, you know, you sweat, you're out there, you know, I've done Habitat of Humanity projects. I've done, you know, food pantries where all we've been doing is sorting cans, you know, and at the end of the day, it was a good sweat. It was a good day of work. Right. And so I think, you know, when we pair up our financial strategy with our physical strategy and we start marrying those two things together, man, we can have some significant impact. And, you know, as I talk to a lot of clients, like I said, yeah, I'm going to help you save taxes. Yeah, we're going to do smart things. It's going to make your, your money go better. But why? What are we trying to do? And almost everybody that I know wants to run their race well. They want to, they want to finish strong. So as our clients age, sometimes they maybe can't physically go out and do those projects. But now they can be there because they can be the support financial so that more people can be there. They can be there with the, the, the canned food drives when they can't physically go out and do those kinds of things. So, you know, that, that we want to make sure that's coming through here is that, yeah, we're going to give you techniques, learn how to save taxes. Yeah. We're going to learn how to do smart stuff to make your money last longer than you do all that kind of stuff. But why? And, and that's why I love talking to Ron because Ron's got a powerful why he knows what, what motivates him and he knows why he wants to do it. And, um, you know, we won't get into budgeting today, but that's another one of our favorite topics that we might have Ron back again in in the future. But, you know, I I think if you could, you know, tell our audience kind of like one thing that's your big why, like, what would you leave them with of like, if what the benefits are to you? Like, you know, sometimes we always use the what's in it for me was the phrase that we use, but what's that big benefit for you? And I would say my why to give, uh, is uh, I'll start where I was from the beginning. It's the third time I'm going to say it, and it's gratitude uh, that that whatever's been given to me is not really mine. (laughs) And uh, so how do I steward 
uh, in my case, it's, it's God's resources for his kingdom. And, uh, that's, uh, that is a sobering and, uh, uh, and holy privilege to be able to do that. And so my why is driven out of that, that um, here's the God of the universe who's given me everything, uh, including his son. And uh, part of that comes with that with there's the finances um, and that I, we want to be able to steward those to multiply and en enhance and grow his kingdom. So uh, that's that's my passion and everybody has their their passion, but that's certainly what drives us. Well, awesome. I know this may not be one of our longest episodes ever in the history of our podcast, but I think it's one of the more impactful. And so, you know, as I think about the number of people that'll hear this, that are sitting there thinking to themselves, like, why, what drives me, what motivates me? Um, I'd love to have an opportunity to have those conversations with people, because once again, then we can use these techniques to use things like donor advised funds or charitable remainder trusts and, you know, take capital gains taxations and all these kind of technical things and make them matter, right? Make them matter, make them be important to you because it helps you achieve what you want. Um, and, you know, that's the whole point of, of good financial plan is use the tools that are out there to make sure that we're aligning the resources correctly so that we can benefit um, not only ourselves, but the world that we live in. And this is just a great way to do it. And when those, um, you know, I get an email every time there's a grant request and make sure that the money's in there uh, correctly to do it. And it's one of those things that just brightens your day. Why? Because you know, some good's happening. And uh, so those are emails that I love to get. I don't, I won't say that every email I get makes me smile, but those always do. Right. I'm just so glad that you covered the BBIs. I used to, when I was at DuPont, we had meetings with BBIs. You know what BBIs are? Boring, but important. So all that stuff that you talked about with capital gains, all that stuff. That's why you do your job. I love it. I know gotta... it's not boring to you, but. Well, it's, it's exciting to me, but it's really <laughs> exciting to me because it is boring to you. And, 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 uh, you know, I like to quote movie lines, Wendy. So, you know, I'm going to take one Jack Nicholson, uh, line from, from a few good men. And that's why you want me on that wall. That's why you need me on that wall because you got to have people that are looking out for you and, right. and doing the things that you don't know yeah. to look out for. Right. And so as tax rules change, which they will, they're going to change all the time and we got to adapt. And so this particular tool and technique that we're talking about today is just one of many, yeah. but it's the using the right tool and the right technique at the right time for the right reasons. And when we're motivated by the right reasons, um, it's so much easier to do the right thing, right? When I was just having a conversation where, you know, Hey, nobody likes paying taxes, but you're paying taxes. It means you're making money. Your choices are don't make money. Maybe you want to be not making money. Maybe you won't pay much in taxes. It's a pretty simple system that we've got, right? But if you're making money and you're paying taxes, we want to pay as little in taxes as we legally have to pay. And that means using all of the right tools in the toolbox, use doing the right thing. And that's where talking to someone who knows the boring but important stuff can, can put you in the right way. I've, I've learned it again. This is second time in a row, Wendy. Last time I learned that we're not calling it downsizing. We're calling it right sizing. That's and right. this time we're learning that tax planning is boring but important. It's a BBI. Oh, it's not important when you talk. It's not boring when you talk about it, Brad. No way. Well, Brad is the one person that 
and financial plan that actually understand it, you still get me every time brett with the three buckets so i'm just saying <laughs> the three buckets <laughs> work right the three and, uh, buckets. I, I haven't needed to add a fourth bucket we only need and, three and my favorite retirement question that you would get right remember from our classes what oh, people yeah. would ask you first question right yeah first question that people always ask me is do i have enough money and second question do i really have enough money <laughs> <laughs> three buckets and, of those two questions that that's and, pretty much that's what you got me i'm a simple and, guy brett and then the third question was are you really sure i have enough money <laughs> <laughs> after we can get past those three <laughs> right. then we can start talking about the other bbis which are the other right. more right. unimportant stuff right but it always started everybody's like asked me you know hey do i you know i'm, I'm thinking about retiring do i have enough money <laughs> and then after you answer that question they're like are you sure I have enough money? <laughs> and then are you really sure I have enough money? It's always the same. I sure wish it was more complicated than that. I've learned all of these fascinating tools and things and stuff. And people always just come up to me. Do I have enough money? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> True. And if I look at them, I nod and I smile and I go, yes, you do. And they go, are you sure? <laughs> hey, it's a big fear. You know, I, it's it is something that you, you know, it's a big deal. <laughs> it's a huge deal. And we talk about it, you know, like, and, and, and not to steer too far off topic, but what I, I don't like to, you know, most people are going to retire one time. Right. And I can truthfully say I've, I've, I've helped people retire over 500 times. Mm. Right. So when I say that your retirement is important to me and that I understand it, it's because I understand it. Why? Because I've walked down this road with 500 plus households right? And learning those things matter because it's still relational, right? So, I mean, Ron, uh, we didn't have to talk much about, you know, Ron did what was recommended to him. Why? Why did you take my advice, Ron? Because I trust you. Because you trust me because we develop trust over time. And so that's what matters. I think so much in this process is giving good guidance starts with an understanding of who you're giving the guidance to what's important to them and making sure that we are then doing the right thing for you. And this is not for everybody. I'll tell you that right now, not everybody that listens to this podcast today needs a donor advised fund, right? But for certain people that have the right tax situation, the right other circumstances. This is a great way for them to magnify their impact and do it in a very tax advantage way. And that's really what we're trying to accomplish with this. Okay. Well, Ron, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Brett. And um, can you tell us how we can get in touch with you, Brett? Well, I love it when people go to our website. It's very exciting to me because I get little reports that people are there and uh, um, they can find us at artisanwealthstrategies.com. And on there, you can find my email address. It's just brett at artisanwealthstrategies.com. Or you can call me at 317-660-2855. That's the best way to find me. I'm on uh, LinkedIn and I'm also on uh, all these podcast things now. So you can start finding me there. And I know I've deviated off the script again, Wendy. And for that, I'm almost sorry. I was say, are you purposely trying to cut me off? <laughs> no, you can get me on Facebook too. Artists and Wealth Strategies <laughs> got a Facebook page. Ron, thank you for joining us once again. I do appreciate it. And uh, as always, Brett, well, we'll talk later. Okay. <laughs>
Thank you for joining us today. Please like, follow, and share this podcast. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. Thank you for listening to Handcrafting Your Retirement. Visit our website at www.artisanwealthstrategies.com or give us a call at 317-660-2855. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Artisan Wealth Strategies. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC.